Hey dancers, welcome to the show. I'm Julie and I'm your host today on this episode of Broche Banter. I both own and teach at Broche Ballet, a ballet school just for adults in Denver, Colorado and virtually online. Join us as we explore all things adult ballet. Today on the show, we have Jackie, our very own podcast editor and a broche dancer and instructor. On this episode, we talk about the community of ballet, why we love to dance, and Jackie's journey to becoming a teacher. Enjoy! Well, I'm excited to have you on the show today, Jackie, because you are behind the scenes editing everything, getting to hear all these stories, and now we get to hear yours. Yeah, it's fun. So you are um, obviously the editor of this podcast and um, also one of our teachers here at the studio and a dancer at the studio. And you've been with the studio since, my gosh, almost the very beginning. Um, Maybe the first group or the second group or one of the very early groups of people who were part of the studio. So I'm excited to hear your hear your story. I know like most of your story, but I'm sure I don't know it all from beginning to end in one sitting. So I'm excited to actually hear it. Yeah. So t- what's the beginning? Where did it all start for you? Um, uh, so well, I started dancing for the first time in my freshman year of high school, 14, 15. And um, before that, I certainly never saw myself as a dancer. Um, I, I skateboarded um, from like eight to 10. And then I played flag football in middle school. And I like thought about wanting to play, wanting to like do track and, and just a lot of like more sporty things like that. And I didn't consider dance one of those things at all. Um, one, because it was like, I thought it was something you had to do when you were really little and that you had to be like really a graceful person, <laughs> which I didn't consider myself at all. And so, yeah, just like it really never was on my radar, um, even though in like my kindergarten continuation, uh, when they asked what you wanted to be when you grew up, I said a ballerina teacher. And my mom was very confused because <laughs> uh, we'd never put me in any dance classes ever. So she was just like, she just wants to wear a tutu and she wants to be a teacher. And that's where she got that. <laughs> and um, so that was like the only time I'd ever mentioned dance was when I was like six years old and then never again. Um, so when I got into high school, I um, uh joined a dance class kind of on accident because that was like the only elective left that wasn't full. Uh, So there was like a Broadway dance class uh, at my school that was like ballet, jazz, um, and like uh, modern, I guess. And uh, so it was kind of like a weird combination of things. And it was kind of just like a crash course on all of those things. Um, And I remember the first day that I came in, uh, I was like immediately thinking of like how I need to get out of this <laughs> and that it was not it was like definitely a mistake <laughs> and uh, all the other girls had experience in dance at some point and I had zero and our first kind of um, subject was ballet and so we just had a couple bars and we were doing a bar class and just kind of going through the basics and um, I felt like obviously I was doing everything wrong and that it was just super embarrassing uh but I just I couldn't get out of it so I had to stick with it um and then my teacher uh came back around eventually a couple weeks later and asked if I had ever danced before she said no and she said that I should and that's like all she said she said you should and 
that was it. <laughs> and then I just went like full steam ahead. And um, I did the dance concert in the, in the spring. Um, and that was kind of like while I was still learning how to dance that I was also performing. Um, and I joined a like proper ballet studio um, probably by the end of that year. Uh, and, and that's like kind of how it just, it, how it started. And then I, I was like obsessed and all over, like all through the summer until I could get into a ballet studio. I was doing it at home and watching everything I could about it and reading everything I could about it. And I was just, yeah, it just got me. I was obsessed. <laughs> so, okay. So you, you knew you wanted to be a ballerina teacher at the age of six or five or six, right? Okay, so did you, when you were 14 getting into this elective, did you remember that, did you remember that that's what you said at that time or had that already faded from your memory? No, that, that was pretty much already gone. It was something I thought about. I thought about it. It was yeah. a whim. It was like, tutus are cool. This, yeah. Right. <laughs> it was a whim, but like deep rooted. Yeah, yeah, apparently. And I did not know. <laughs> So age six, you were like, I want to be a ballerina teacher. And then you said, never mind, I want to be super sporty and athletic and went that route. And then at 14, you got stuck in a dance class. On the first day of the dance class, when you said you thought it was a mistake, did you think it was a mistake before you got to class or did you get to class, see the other girls and then decide it was a mistake? Um, as soon as I saw it on my schedule, like we get our schedule like a month early or whatever, and I saw it and I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was, yeah, very worried about it and like also annoyed that I was even in there. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> so what did you, what did you wear to this? Did you have to wear ballet stuff to this class? Could you wear sweats? Like what was the, what, paint us a picture of what that looked like. Yeah, so um, there was, we had like two buildings at our school like a south building and a north building and it was in this the old south building um on like a stage oh. uh, and there were just like mirrors on one side of the wall and uh, then the cafeteria was basically just right there but we had like curtains to cover when class was in um oh. but no we didn't have to wear ballet clothes uh I just wore I think I just kind of wore whatever I was wearing already um which is like so like weird to think about now like so kind of cringy to think about that but I think I, I kind of like lived in leggings anyway at that point and so it just kind of worked out and then I started wearing um just more like just comfortable like yoga clothes more like mm -hmm. um I didn't start wearing like proper ballet stuff till I went to a school so were the other girls wearing ballet stuff in the class no they were usually wearing more like like what you would expect for like lyrical where they'd be wearing like pads you know like the the toe pads instead of like a full shoe and yeah. and oh and we had to get jazz shoes I do remember that so that was like my first pair of like dance shoes was jazz shoes um but yeah they were like definitely prepared for like dancing and I <laughs> was not <laughs> that's kind of intimidating to be 14 and hop into a class with people who've been doing it for a while yeah it was just it was immediately like I like I just already knew I was not gonna be fitting in <laughs> or blending by any means in there so did you feel like you blended once you got into the um official ballet school in the next fall by then did you feel like you blended or do you still feel like an outsider at that point well uh my first studio was actually kind of more of an adult studio um so i was like the second youngest person in the class um and so i kind of felt um, I felt like different from the adults in the class, but it wasn't like a, a bad different, but it was more just like my teacher paid attention to like 
me probably in a different way because she wanted me to continue with it in a way that the other adults were just kind of there to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I, I yeah, I don't, rem- I don't recall feeling like super um, different while, while I was in the studio. At that point, did you, what were your goals? Do you remember what your goals were? Did you just know you have to do it or did you have specific goals that you wanted with it? Um, I think, I think uh, right away, I didn't really have any goals with it because I just didn't know what, what you do with ballet. <laughs> and, um, but I would like watch things and like notice, okay, so professionals and like pre-professionals go to like an academy where, or like intensives and things like that. So I guess I should probably try to do that. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like an, an idea. Um, and I wanted, I always wanted to go to like one of those really, you know, um, big ballet intensives like in New York City or something, um, which I did not understand the, uh, how much money that was <laughs> at that time, but it was, it was a dream, that's for sure. So that was like one of the first things I can remember thinking about was like, wanting to do a big intensive like that because that's what I was like watching videos of and stuff like on YouTube watching videos on YouTube yeah social media etc right fascinating now when you were watching these videos were you were you watching it kind of living like dreaming up to it or were you watching comparing yourselves to these people what was that experience like watching uh the other dancers on online yeah that's funny I actually I never compared myself anything when I first was starting out it was more just like that this is all really cool like I just want to do that that looks really fun it never crossed my mind like oh they're better than me or or why don't I look like that or anything really when I was younger um and yeah I just was like that looks like fun and like what I want to (laughs) do did you have that attitude in sports as well where you weren't comparing yourself to other people or was that did you do that in parts of your life and not others um I think I no, I, I've, I've never been competitive at all. So I just really, um, and that probably didn't help me in sports, <laughs> but I, um, I just kind of, I just did what I liked and I didn't really care how much better or worse I was than other people. And yeah, I didn't really ever do that when I was young at all, compare myself. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it worked out okay. Yeah, that works out because it's hard when you compare yourself in ballet for sure. <laughs> Yes, yeah, that came on later, um, but not not when I was first starting out. Mm-hmm. When did that ha- when did that start happening? Um, I think it. I feel like it started happening more um, when I joined my like second studio because um, that studio was much more competitive, um, and they uh, they kind of made it a point to say to suggest like where one one thing is better than the other and like this is ideal this is not and those things started coming up more when i was probably like 16 17 and also going to competitions before that i started realizing that people do that and i was like oh like why why is this like a why is this so such a competitive thing like well i guess i'm at a competition and that's why i stopped doing competitions Mm. um, because i was i didn't like that energy and wasn't why I was doing it. Um, but then it got pretty undeniable and like hard to ignore when I got a little bit older. Um, yeah. And the teachers were kind of pointing that out more as well. So interesting. So it's kind of a learned behavior. Yes. Yeah. So you mentioned um, competitions are not your jam. You were doing it for different reasons. Do you, do you remember what the reasons were that you were doing it? Did you like performing? Did you like some other aspects of it? Do you remember why you, why you did it? 
Um, I think uh, initially I remember it's like, I even remember what I was like wearing and everything the day that my teacher kind of said something to me about like auditioning for the concert that I should be moving forward with it. Um, and it, I did feel, it was just like such a calm, like natural feeling in my body. And it was like, and I thought ballet would be like totally, un, feel, feel totally unnatural and feel so wrong in my body, but it didn't. And even though I was probably doing everything wrong at that point, like if I saw myself now, <laughs> but I still just felt really good while I was doing it. And I just remember that feeling a lot. Um, and then I turned, yeah, it turned out I really loved performing, uh, which I like don't like talking in front of people. Um, I didn't, I uh, sang and stuff and I was in choir and I just, I hated all of that, <laughs> being on stage in front of people doing anything else. But dancing for some reason, I was like in my own world and it just worked. That's awesome. It's like a, a different way of expressing yourself without having to use your words. Right, yeah. Right. So at some point you took a break from ballet. Yeah. Was that after high school? Like right at the end of high school? Yeah. Yeah. June, it was like June. Um, the beginning of June was like my last performance and at my studio. Uh, and then that was it. And then I stopped. Did you stop because the circumstance, like you're out of high school and circumstance changed or was it like a, you know, you wanted to quit? Um, yeah, I think, yeah, definitely it wasn't that I wanted to, but um, yeah, I was like planning on going to college and possibly minoring in dance, but um, that kind of fell through and I moved to Denver uh, from like Castle Rock, which is just south of Denver, uh, once I graduated to go to school, but then it just kind of fell through and I wasn't able to, so then I just didn't dance because I couldn't find anywhere to dance, so I quit for like a year and a half-ish. Did you want to dance while you were quit or did you let it kind of fade from your memory and, and fill it with other stuff? Yeah, I, um, I missed it for a little while. And then I, I went through this like feeling of just, well, I'm never going to do anything with it again. And like, I can't make anything out of it anyway. I need to just drop it. So I like unfollowed anything that was ballet related. And I like left all of my dance stuff at my like parents' house. And I just was like, we're moving on, it's a new thing, and I need to like drop that that dream. Cause it was, uh, it was like my entire life. Um, I was doing school, uh, dance at school and dance at the studio and um, everything in between doing weekend intensives and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden it was just done. And so all that work that I did was just like for nothing is almost how I felt. And it was just kind of like, that was nice. That was a nice <laughs> like little, time and then I was like okay now I need to like figure out what I'm actually going to do right and like so time to grow up right yeah so was it did you feel like it was maybe too painful to do just a little bit of ballet and you really had to like take a clean break and like package that up and ship it off is that kind of what I'm hearing yes yeah totally it, it was like too much to even like remember <laughs> ballet it was like or dancing in general yeah it's just like that's just it's just done like I just need to move on from it it's just that part of my life is over yeah yeah so what changed um I I don't know I I was at work I was working at a restaurant like late nights uh, so like my sleep schedule was crazy um I was not uh, taking the best care of myself. I uh, wasn't like in a very good headspace. Um, and I felt very like 
um, stagnant, like nothing was going to be progressing. And I just was like going to work at this restaurant forever and do nothing that I was passionate about. Um, so I just, yeah, I was feeling like super, um, like I just needed it. I needed a change and I, I knew that, but I didn't know exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. And I think I was talking to a, just a coworker about that I used to dance or something. And then I just thought about it and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I used to do that. And I like got off work and I sat um, down in like this little lounge area that we would go to after work. And I just looked up like dance classes near me and uh, Broche came up and I was like, well, I'll remember that for later. <laughs> and cause I was like too scared to commit. <laughs> and then um, I think like the next day, I think I registered for a preview and that was just, I just found it and it, I was like, okay, let's just see what happens. <laughs> Were you, um, were you nervous? Yes, yes. <laughs> I almost didn't go. Um, and I was like talking to my grandmother about it and she was like, you better go. Like, you just gotta try. Uh, and so I did because like she wanted me to. Uh, I don't know if I would have otherwise because <laughs> it was like super scary to like think of um, seeing how, how much I've digressed uh, or like seeing myself in a leotard, like not ideal, didn't really want to deal with any of that. Yep. <laughs> so I was, yeah, like super nervous, like shaking nervous. Were you scared about the emotions that might come back too, about kind of the past life? Were you, was any of that on your mind too? Yeah, yeah, I was, and it, yeah, it comes back to like uh, not being able to be full in it the way that I was before. Um, and then facing again that I will never be professional because like I was still I still had that mindset no matter what basically for a long time that uh I would never make anything of it uh anyway and so it's like is it really worth it to like go through that again right is it worth it to have it just a little bit when you really just want it all all the way right yeah now after the preview I know I didn't see you for a while Yes. (laughs) Right. Because you were probably, were you nervous again after the preview? Like you came in for the preview, we got through it, but then it was like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like I didn't do very well. Um, I was like very uh, um, out of shape, like extremely out of shape. (laughs) And uh, because I hadn't, I wasn't doing anything at that time since I was working so much. I just, I didn't, I wasn't doing anything. Uh, So I was very, very out of shape. And that was like, startling <laughs> to uh, experience. I was like, wow, I have like a really long way to go, like even longer than I thought I did, kind of. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then I kind of was like, again, is it worth it to like go through all of this? And like, is it even gonna change kind of thing? Um, and then I got an email like in December or so, maybe it was November and from you. And it was, it was just like a nice like, oh, like she remembered me and like, wants me there. And I guess that's like all it takes is somebody saying like, Hey, you can do it. And then I just, I'm like, okay, (laughs) you say so. (laughs) So you must've really wanted to do it. You just needed a little push to get back into it. Yeah, I think so. It's amazing. Those um, voices in, in our own heads and what it takes to convince or, or dissuade those voices. It sounds like your voice was like, you had 90% saying do it. And that 10% was like, don't do it. And it only took one little push to be like, okay, fine. We'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So the preview lesson is only half an hour. 
And then obviously your first class was probably 90 minutes. How, right. how did that go? Do you remember? Do you remember your first class? Um, kind of. I think um, uh, I remember being much more excited to be there and less, a lot less nervous. Um, I think because of that reassurance that I got from you saying like, I think you'd really, we'd really like you here and stuff. So I, I think that helped a lot to make me feel a little bit better about just giving it a shot. And um, yeah, it didn't, I wasn't like as intimidated as I expected to be, I guess. And from, I, it was just so different from how I was trained, I guess, in terms of behavior and like energy in the room. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it was just such a nice, like an inviting um, environment. And so I, I feel like I kind of jumped into it a lot more easily once we got started. Did you, did you ever want to quit once you started again? No. No, that was all gone. The, the like package it up, set it aside, even though you're only doing it once a week, that was all kind of gone. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was, um, it was getting me out of my house, uh, besides like going to work, it was encouraging healthier behaviors, uh, because it's a lot harder to go to class when you are, you know, if you're tired or if you haven't eaten or if you, you know, just whatever. So it just, it was like keeping me grounded, which is always what ballet was for me. And just like getting that back for like, just, just like a tiny reminder for like one day a week, it was super helpful. And so I, yeah, after that, it, was, it just felt right. And did you still want to be a pro at that point or did you, or were these other reasons enough for you to want to keep doing it? Yeah, I think at that point, um, the other reasons were enough because um, I had kind of like, I think I accepted in my head that nothing ever was going to come of it um, when I basically when I graduated, but I saw it in a lot worse light at that time. Mm -hmm. And then when I started again, I was like, well, at least it's just like something nice to do and something fun and like some a part of me that's that's back, you know, um, so that at that time, I think was enough. Yeah. So I, as the story continues, um, I remember you had basically flawless attendance to class. You were always there. You never missed a beat. And if you did miss, you were always there to like come twice a week, the following week to make it up. Um, and I remember you just ate everything up that we talked about and we're just improving like crazy um, week after week, which was so fun to see. And I remember we just kept moving you up the levels and you were always like, don't move me up. What's this about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not ready for that level. I'm like, no, you are ready for that level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember all this? I do. Yes, that was. Yeah. I like my first class was like a level two ish. And I was like, this is great. And you were like, this is way too easy. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then when I first met like Jessica and everybody, oh my gosh, I was so intimidated. It was like, I was like, this is not like Julie's going to see this is not right. <laughs> I need to go back. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a challenge that I'd never really faced either. Cause like most people, uh, like my second studio didn't really um, acknowledge me very much. I just wasn't like at the top of the priority list. Um, so to have somebody who was like always pushing me and always like believing that I could do more was something else. I never really felt that before. Well, we, I pushed you very far, obviously, into, um, into teaching after maybe a year of being with the studio. Was it a year or was it more like a few months? I can't, I feel like it was more like a year. 
Um, yeah, I think I started, let's see, like at the end of 2017. Okay. And you started teaching like halfway through 2018. So yeah. about five, six months. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, um, I was ready to bring on teachers to help with our beginner classes and what better people than the people who already get what we're doing and what we're trying to do and how awesome adults are. So I invited Jackie to learn how to teach and to take some beginner classes and then, and then your schedule eventually grew to, you know, 20, 30 hours a week of teaching yeah. uh, levels all the way up through points. So man, tell me about that experience from your perspective. It was, it's like, it's like still insane. <laughs> it's like it never like set, it never fully settled. And it was just always like, I mean, I just, I, yeah, I couldn't believe it at all. And um, I, yeah, I um, was really scared at first and I almost wanted to say no because I was like, I can't, I can't do that. Like, this is already a lot and I, I definitely, can't teach people how to dance. I don't even know how to dance. It's like, it's like, I have so much to learn. Like, how can I teach ballet to people? Um, and yeah, I was like really, really, really nervous, but I was like also so like, uh, like honored to be a part of it. I, yeah, I just couldn't be more thankful. Um, and it took like a good while for like the nerves to wear off. I remember my first class, I was like shaking, you could like hear it in my voice and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, this is not, <laughs> like these people are not going to be convinced. <laughs> well, and you were already, you already mentioned you don't like speaking in public and you don't like that sort of vocal thing. Did you find that in teaching as well? Yeah, I, at first I was like, I mean, this is like exactly what I don't want to be doing is like <laughs> right, talking. talking, especially in such an, uh, in such an intimate environment with people yeah. who are just like very actively only listening to you. Um, it was, yeah, pretty intimidating and people listening and telling, like me telling people what to do. I just wasn't used to like that leadership role. I'm not usually like a person to step up right away as a leader. Um, so yeah, it was like a lot of new stuff. Uh, all at once, but it all turned out to be very much for the better. So did it help you understand ballet better to teach it to other people? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like as I was explaining things, sometimes I'd be like, Oh, ah, okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> it would be, yeah. Like it was, it, it could, it would be like right in the moment that I'd be like, Oh, that's, that's what it is. That's why. And then other people sharing what they're feeling and like, Oh, this is happening. Why is this happening? And it could have been something that doesn't happen on my body. So it's just like a new outlook, a new perspective on it. it did, was there anything, do you remember any particular things that were surprising? Um, I, I think it was just, it was a lot of like a general feeling of people being so aware of their, what muscles were working. And for some reason, that was never something I thought too hard about. Um, and I've learned so much about like muscles and anatomy and everything through that. These people say like right here, right here. I feel this like on the you know in like uh, a grand grand de jambe, and they're like, should I feel that in my hip? You know, and I'm like, well, should you? And so then I, I'm trying it. And I'm trying to feel what they're feeling, and then we talk about you know all of the muscles that we're using all the way through that movement, and it's something that I never thought of because I just thought more I guess of the general like movement and not so much about how it should all feel. That was never something that was uh, really taught to me um, when it, at my first and my second studio. It was more just like, 
the basics and kind of the aesthetic of it, but not mm -hmm. so much the sport of it and what muscles you're using. So it just little things like that, um, I think helped me a lot become a lot stronger as a dancer. Yeah, it's interesting that you refer to it as the sport of it. That's an interesting way to put it. Um, it makes a lot of sense the way you say that because there, that part of it is a very different part. And I think in a lot of people who I see coming back from, a, from dancing as a kid don't have that part because with the kids, even the few kids that I've taught, I feel like it's really difficult to get them to feel a muscle because they're so new in their body. They're so fresh in their body. Whereas an adult, you can often tell them like, you should be feeling it like right here on this super specific spot and they can understand that. So I think with yeah. the kid training, a lot of times we're like, they're so good at mimicking and mirroring that you don't really have to tell them what muscle exactly to use, but adults are like very curious about what specific muscle. So that's really interesting that you refer to that as like the sport aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. And I, I was like so um, frustrated almost like when I came to Broche, cause I was like, how did nobody like actually explain all this to me before this? And I'm sure people tried and I just had no idea what they were talking about. And so I just kept <laughs> like, I'm just going to do what you are doing and, you know, make it work somehow. But yeah, understanding actually why and how was something that I had never even really thought of. Do you like thinking of it now? Yeah. Oh yeah. All the time. And I, uh, and it's still like, I mean, it still comes up with students where they'll say something. And I'm like, Oh, I've never heard that before. And I've never heard, you know, that specific feeling before. Um, but then now that you mention it, yeah, that is something that happens. And, you know, so like that still happens every time I teach and it's something I think about every time I'm moving. It's never ending, never ending layers to uncover. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Last question for you. Um, what is your what is your greatest um, joy as a dancer? Oh, um, I think it's uh, I think it's it's the the community of it. Honestly, I think that that's proven to be something that I needed more than anything. Uh, through dance, um, and I just didn't know when I was going through it all where it was uh, easy. It was easy to walk away, I think, to an extent at first because I could still, um, if I wanted to, I could still be creative on my own and have choreography uh, and you know do ballet in my house and whatever. But um, it wasn't that wasn't enough for me, I don't think. And I uh, so I think when I came to Broche uh, and met so many amazing people who like, who just get it and understand that dancing is so much deeper than just looking pretty and like doing the steps. Uh, it was like such a, I was like, oh, other people think this way and other people feel this way about it. It's not just like a, you're doing it because you're told to kind of thing. Um, so that, yeah, that sense of community, like, and the fact that it can just, it goes on after dancing and you know everything it's just it's always going to be there and that's something that I don't think I would have had otherwise and it, it just it taught me a lot about like connecting with people well that's awesome it's it's really a I would say it's more than dance we're doing a lot more than just we're doing a lot more than just ballet here we're shaping our lives we're shaping our minds and we're and we're creating something something much bigger it's much more than a tondu right it's it's a, a much bigger thing for many of us to with people who also like tondus right that's like a big deal to be right yeah <laughs> because you've got to be a certain type of person to enjoy the technicality of a tondu right that's a certain um type of type of mindset and type of um cultivation of all of that so 
Um, it was really, really fun to have you on today, Jackie. Um, much, much more dancing is in your future. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening today, dancers. For more adult ballet, you can follow our studio on Instagram and Facebook at Broche Ballet. You can follow me on Instagram at Julie the Ballerina, or check out our blog and YouTube channels for even more content. You can also dance with us in our online studio. To have your story featured on our podcast, email us at hello at brocheballet.com. Today's show was produced by Jackie Dolman. I'm Julie Gill, and this was Broche Banter. Happy dancing! <laughs>